0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron.
1: Have you seen a UFO? Have you had an encounter, an abduction experience? Are you ready for deeper knowledge and understanding to help you pass the fear? My guest today is Judy Collins and she is an experiencer of ongoing and sometimes fully conscious contact with the gray Zeta ETs for over 50 years. She created her work, different books, and her website to share knowledge and understanding of this often misunderstood subject. We are talking today about her book, The Zeta Message, and she's also the author of Human by Day and Zeta by Night, Feeling an Instant and Unexplained Connection, Judy Carroll and Helene Kay felt their worlds collide when fate brought them together in June 2000. Judy, a Reiki practitioner and teacher, experienced contact her entire life with non-earthly beings she knows as graves. Helene and her family had no such recall. All they knew was that suddenly, after several family Reiki attunements, strange and frightening things started happening in their home. With her background, Judy was able to help them find deeper understanding and conscious awareness of their cosmic relationship with these visitors. In the process of sharing their life stories, their dual identities and purposes for being on Earth were revealed. The Zeta message explores Judy and Helene's intimate experiences coming to grips with their association with E.T. and their intricately interwoven backgrounds. The companion docudrama, Human by Day, Zeta by Night, presents the Zeta's perspectives of these events in a highly entertaining and easily read story providing deeper teachings and knowledge about the ET presence on Earth. I'd like to welcome Judy Collins to 1111 Talk Radio. Hi, Simra.
2: Nice to be here. It's great to
1: have you here. I appreciate you being up so late in the night or early in the morning, however we want to look at that. But it's an interesting topic and probably one I've not really delved into in on 1111 Talk Radio. I've not really gotten into the conversation of ETs before, and I found the book fascinating. I found the work and the message of the creators, uh truly beautiful and um, not unlike what, what 1111 stands for in itself, and so I'm excited to share this with my audience and to delve deeper into some of the concepts that are in the book, but I'd like for you first to give a brief understanding of how you became aware that you were... Uh, in contact with the Graves and how this had been going on your whole life so that we can give some background to to our conversation.
2: Yes, Simran, Um, I actually, I was born in 1952 here in uh, Queensland, Australia, and I was born into a a, a mixed cultural family of Creole, English, and Romani, Um, and it took me many, many years to understand this blend of cultures was actually chosen on purpose to assist in the assimilation of my off-planet heritage and and contact. Because as many people know, tribal people are generally more open to and less fearful of the concept of otherworldly contact. Uh, My great-grandmother was actually a dancer in the Spanish gypsy tradition and was also a talented psychic medium. And I followed this path as a professional dancer from age 15. So I was very physically oriented as a young person. But at the same time, I knew that there was something going on in my life. I I had memories of having contact with these other beings that I knew weren't human, right from my very earliest memory. For example, I have a, a memory probably going back to about three years of age where I can recall being taken up our street by a tall, thin woman to board What my child's mind told me at the time was a train. We went into the train station, boarded the train. And uh, many years later, as I started to mature, I realised that this couldn't have been, you know, something that actually happened in physical reality because we lived in a quiet cul-de-sac. There was no train station anywhere near us. Um, and I could, act, I could remember walking up the street to the station. So it was a very difficult situation. It was like I had two brains in my head telling me that, no, it wasn't true, and yes, it was true. And I can remember afterwards actually asking my real-life grandmother to take me again because I enjoyed it. It was an exciting trip. And she knew nothing about it. She said, oh, it's just a dream you're having. But even at that age, I knew it wasn't a dream. It was just too real. So that was really my first conscious memory of contact.
1: Now, when people hear these kinds of things, their their first response is probably to go into fear. Um, and I know yes. that there are many people that, as children, they may have experienced night terrors, they may have thought they had seen things. Um, when When you encounter individuals that are speaking about this or they have children that are having these kinds of experiences, can you help to explain what it is that they're actually seeing, uh, is is it specifically greys, or are there many other types of ET beings on the planet, and how do we know the
2: difference? Okay, look, there are many, many different ones coming. It's, it's a, a very, um, how can I say, a universal project that they're carrying out down here, trying to assist humans to a higher level of spiritual involvement. And many, many people down here are having contact experiences, I would, I would say probably up to millions. But many people also don't have a conscious recall of these experiences. They don't realise they're having them. Uh, The ones who are having fearful experiences could be for two reasons, Um, particularly with with the greys. The greys are known as triers and testers of souls. And what they will do... Because it's fear that is holding back human evolution, humans need to move past their fears um, to be able to evolve to the next level. And the greys will, in some cases, draw the fear out of them. It's like a, a sort of a shamanic dark night of the soul experience that they can put you through to help you to break through the fear barrier to find the love on the other side. This is what I experience personally, and I know a lot of people are going through this. At the same time, there is um, a program being carried out down here um, to do with fake ET abductions. They refer to them as my lab experiences, military abductions. So there is that side of it as well, which unfortunately some people are being put through. Uh, and it's rather hard sometimes to tell the difference because often people who are being put through the fake experiences are also genuine contactees.
1: So I know throughout the book you make it very clear that the grades are here to help and that their specific job is the consciousness expansion process. You just talked about the dark night of the soul. Is the consciousness expansion process particularly the dark night of the soul or is that just part of the shedding process that we're here to do in assistance and alignment with planet Earth?
2: It's it's, it's part of the process. Uh, Evolution on planet Earth is a choice between love and fear. That's that's a lot to do with this Armageddon that they speak about. It's a war within the human spirit itself, and it's a, a matter of free will choice between love and fear. But because... Planet Earth is, um, it's not a very highly evolved planet. I'll talk about this a little bit more in detail in a moment um, in regards to a a teaching that the Greys gave to us many years ago called the Human Ladder. Um, Planet Earth is fairly low on the level of evolution. Uh, So there is a lot of fear going on down here, as everyone knows. So to try to bring people past this fear is part of the job that the Greys are doing. Um, As I say, it's like a dark night of the soul for people to work through so that they can break through the fear barrier. Once they've done that, the whole scenario changes. They find love on the other side. But they have to, to, in order to do this, they have to find their own God within, their self-empowerment. So it's like a a spiritual process of, of spiritual growth, I should say.
1: So right now, planet Earth is moving from the fourth world to the fifth world of consciousness, and yes. breaking through that fear barrier, finding the God within, which is the Zeta's message, and really allowing ourselves to shed the fear, which is which is all of the beliefs, the patterns, behaviors that are unlike the truth of our divine self. If that part of the, the, the stepping stone that the Zetas are assisting us in uh, for humans to go from that fourth to that fifth world dimension. And what does, what do the Zetas feel that looks like? Is it, is it science? Is it spirituality? Uh, or is it a combination
2: of both? Well, it's spirituality. Um, that's the problem with Earth. Science has got ahead of spirituality. And this is where um, we're running into problems on this planet. Spirituality has to catch up. And spirituality is moving from fear into love. That's the, the whole crux of it. It's very simple, moving from fear to love, but it's it's not a difficult, uh, it's a difficult thing for people to, to get their heads around and to actually do because, I mean, fear is, is a thing that can really control your life. Um, so it's important to move past this. And. Um, Also, when we talk about fourth world and fifth world, we're talking about consciousness expansion. This is the bottom line of human evolution, is expansion of consciousness to enable us to be able to access consciously higher dimensions past third dimensional reality that we're all familiar with down here. Now, to be able to do this, we need to move past the fear because it's the fear that puts a ceiling on what we're able to experience as reality so the whole key to human evolution is moving past the fear to enable us to wake up um, to these wider more expanded states of conscious awareness and this is the reason why often when people have contact with the greys one of the things that the greys say to them is it's time for you to wake up and that's what they're talking about waking up to a more expanded state of consciousness and once we're able to do this, this will also impact on science because the science and technology in, in those higher um, ET um, cultures is all connected with consciousness, a broad, broader access and consciousness, conscious awareness.
1: Now you talk about a human ladder structure that exists, that the, the Zetas have, have given and it has several different levels. Is this part of that ascending conscious awareness that you're speaking of? And where exactly are we on that human ladder structure?
2: Yes, okay. I'll, I'll just... I'll talk a bit about that because we've received a lot of teaching on this and it just sort of puts the whole thing into perspective. Um, planet Earth is actually right down on the bottom rung, unfortunately. Uh, but we're obviously trying to get up to the second rung. Uh, the human ladder is a term that the Greys use to explain the path or the cycle of evolution, which is followed by all human type species throughout the universe. But it also represents our multidimensional soul or higher self, which spans the whole ladder. Hence the teaching of man know thyself, self-realization, you know, man know thyself is in the Bible. Self-realization is the the bottom line of Buddhism. All these things are to do with getting to know these multidimensional aspects of yourself. Now, this human ladder is comprised of what the Greys call galactic levels, but these aren't actually galaxies or any sort of physical places. They're actually ascending and expanding levels of conscious awareness and awakening. Now, the average Earth human consciousness is operating on the first rung of the ladder, so therefore can consciously access approximately 10% of. Our potential conscious awareness. Now this isn't talking about brain, this is talking about conscious awareness mind, so it's, it's a different thing. Uh, the other 90% is hidden away either on, on subconscious or superconscious levels and so for us human to be able to access even a small part of these deeper levels and altered states such as hypnosis or meditation or whatever is generally required. Now Our 10% Conscious Awareness is intrinsically linked to the 10% of active DNA. So in order for a person to access deeper levels of consciousness, more DNA needs to be activated. And this is a lot of what genuine ET contact, particularly with the greys, is all about. Um, Again, I'm referring here to mind consciousness, not physical brain. So when people are taken up on the ships and procedures are done on them, a lot of that is to do with helping us to expand our, our DNA, um, get bringing more active DNA on board, to assist with the expansion of consciousness.
1: So when you're talking about this, these levels of human consciousness, do they coincide with galactic levels as well? Is it is it one and the same? You know, I, I constantly talk yes. about and it's yes. very interesting because in my own book, Your Journey to Love, when I wrote that, um, I was inspired that there were ten levels as well, and they're not unlike what you're writing. And so I'm I'm wondering if somehow a lot of the same information is being brought through many different people and that All the inner the- and the yes. outer are actually one and the same.
2: Oh, absolutely, Simran. Yes, many, many people um, are bringing this information forward and it's, it's wonderful when two people get a similar teaching like that. I mean, that's wonderful um, validation and confirmation for both of us. Uh, And yes, these galactic levels, there's 10 of them, and it's like 10% consciousness on the first level when you step step up to the, or evolve to the second level, you can access 20% of your conscious awareness, 20% of DNA activated, next level 30%, etc. So when you get right up the very top, we're talking about beings like what people down here refer to as angels. They're basically beings who are just pure energy pure mind consciousness with no need for physical form. They've moved past physical form. Now, And as we evolve up through the levels of the human ladder, we do, we move past the need for physical form. And so, therefore, you get beings like the Greys who are right up around 5th, 6th, 7th level who have very, very simple bodies. And in some cases, they have actually moved completely past the need for bodies. And so if they need to come down to work in physical form on a planet like here, for example, they will uh, place their consciousness, the light body, into a, um, for want of a better word, an artificial body. It's very, very similar to um, the movie um, Avatar, where the Earth human man moves his consciousness out of his physical human body into an ET body. Higher ET consciousnesses can do that readily.
1: My guest today is Judy Collins, and she is the author, the co-author of the book, The Zeta Message, and the author of Human by Day and Zeta by Night. These books are designed to draw the parallels between human and E.T. spirituality, revealing the reality behind concepts such as God, heaven, hell, angels, and soul. Human by Day, Zeta by Night delves more deeply into spiritual topics, offering a cosmic perspective, By introducing the concept of the human ladder, the Zetas help us understand consciousness and evolution and how it not only applies to Earth, but to the entire universe. The human ladder is a key key term that they use for the path or cycle of evolution that all human species follow throughout the universe. It comprises ten of what they call galactic levels, which aren't galaxies or physical places as such, but rather ascending levels of expanded conscious awareness. You can find out more about Judy Collins, her work, and her books at the website, ufograyinfo.com. That's ufograyinfo.com. In addition, go to my own website. The new 1111 magazine is out, and it is free there for you to peruse. There are many beautiful articles from people around the world, along with inspiring insights into emotions, prayer, intention, meditation, and the many different levels that you can dive into, with yourself and tools to assist you in doing that. You can go to 1111mag.com and access that now. We'll be right back with Judy Collins and the Zeta Message. Find out more at ufograyinfo.com. We'll be right back.
0: 1111 magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich multi-sensory experience engage with experts in topics of consciousness become enlightened empowered and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices 1111 magazine a daily staple for lifting the mindset expanding the heart and experiencing greater aliveness 1111 magazine Order now at www.1111mag.com 1111mag.com Why spiritual spelunking? Why tending to our inner garden? Why devoting time to inner being when so much external doing calls upon us? An Indian sage put it wisely, your own self-realization is the greatest service you can render the world. Join host Giel Asselin as he serves as both guide and companion on the journey within. Nurturing the spiritual spelunker in all of us can be heard every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimran.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio.
1: Everything is created out of God, life force, energy, plants, animals, people, including ETs and planets. The soul is an expression of this energy, which is love. This love energy has always, has balance and is moving and evolving and is never static. Evolution is energy in motion and is perpetual state of becoming and unfolding. The tools needed to give us a smoother ride, so to speak, are awareness, which is opening up, trust in yourself, and love, feelings, reactions, and connections towards others as well as the self. Bearing in mind that evolution is energy in motion and is never static, it is important to understand that some belief systems can potentially hold us back and block our soul growth. These belief systems feed off our fears and are expressed through greed, judgment, bigotry, ego, and jealousy. They create limitations and barriers to soul involvement. By stroking our egos and providing us with cozy comfort zones in which to hide, thus they are very desirable and we are tempted to stay put and not move forward. Soul evolution is not easy because it is all about bringing our fears to the surface of our psyche to enable us to face up to them on the conscious level. It is only by doing this that we can ever move past them. In fact, breaking down the limitations and barriers of fear is the hardest thing that we have to do in life. But the bottom line is this, it is what the soul and growth evolution is all about. It is moving out of and beyond our comfort zones in order to become and unfold to greater levels of knowing, understanding, and awareness. This is what the ET contact experience is all about. This is from the section in the book, The Zeta Teachings, and it is the book, The Zeta Message, Connecting All Beings in Oneness by Judy Carroll. The Zetas and some other ETs approach life from a spiritual rather than a religious perspective. Spirituality is a state of consciousness. The Zeta philosophy aligns with many of our spiritual traditions, most closely with Buddhism, according to Judy, and they experience Source as pure conscious knowing. You can find out more about Judy Carroll, her various books, in addition to other information on the Zetas and the Zeta message at ufograyinfo.com. Welcome back, Judy. I'd like to get um, back towards the conversation around the human ladder and the DNA. In, yes. regard to, in regard to that, you talked about us being on the bottom rung and how, as we grow in conscious awareness, it actually activates our DNA. Where are the Zetas in their level of conscious awareness in that structure? And yes. how how do we more easily transcend the space where we are where it does seem like there is so much mental fear and control on the planet today.
2: Yes, Shimran, uh, the, the Zetas um, and many other ET groups are from level two upwards. Um, the the Zetas are mainly on level five, six, seven and even up to eight. Some of the very highly evolved elders like the uh, elders like the Amantis people are up on level eight. Um, so they span several levels of the ladder because they're a very, very ancient race and, I mean, there are many, m- many more of them than there are us and they're living on many planets, on physical planets throughout the universe but also on many, in many dimensions. So that's the way they span several levels of the ladder. But in actual fact, we all do because we're all multidimensional beings. So all of us have a part of ourselves on each level anyway. So our whole... Uh, spiritual goal is to be able to connect into those higher parts of ourselves, which is the key to evolving to higher levels, or our consciousness evolving to higher levels, to be able to tap into these levels just as we can tap into third-dimensional reality. That's what's going on down here right now. We're trying to move up to the second level.
1: Uh, There are many individuals that have, in the past, told me that ETs actually live among us, and that they roam around the world as humans, and we, we don't really know the difference. Do Zetas actually live among us as well, or do they specifically come through individuals like you uh, through channeling or through automatic writing to bring forward the messages?
2: Okay, well, I I am actually a Zeta living down here um, in the earth human form, so they do it in both ways. There's quite a number of us who have chosen to live a life down here to experience exactly what it is to be an earth human. Uh, This was uh, revealed to me uh, consciously at age 30, and this is actually the reason why I went through a lot of fear in my childhood um, because of what was going on, and I learned later, many years later, that I actually voluntarily chose this so that I would understand where people are coming from with their fear so that now when people contact me and say I'm going through this fear with with ETs, I understand where they're coming from because I've been there, done that. Um, When I was uh, 30 years old, I actually had a a very, very full-on daylight encounter uh, in which Three Greys came. Um, I could actually see them standing beside me. They were blocking out the light coming in from a window. So it was a very, very um, strong um, presence in the room. And I, for the first time, I recognised them as family, um, which sort of hadn't quite occurred to me before then. I I was always aware of a very strong connection with them, particularly as I started to grow older and move past the fear. But on this particular occasion, I recognised them as my family. And... um, They gave me a set of instructions or advice. I was told that we would be moving house because we were living out in the country at that time. And they told me their their words were, you've spent enough time out here, you've got to get back to work. And they said that I'd be moving back to the city, which is exactly what happened over the next three years. And they also advised me to follow a course of study that I was meant to um, learn meditation. They advised me to learn meditation, and they advised me also to learn Tai Chi and some sort of a natural healing modality. Now, this instruction for me to learn Tai Chi, I'd never even heard of Tai Chi. I didn't know what it was. And I realise now it was the best advice that I've ever been given by anyone because of the fact that i had been a physical dancer it would have been extremely hard for me to suddenly drop into doing meditation, which I've never done in my life. Whereas with Tai Chi, which I was um, guided to join a class sometime later, I learned that it's moving meditation. And um, many years of intense study followed, um, including eight years of training in a meditation development group where I learned channeling and automatic writing, and six years of Reiki training to master teacher level and beyond. So I'm now a qualified Tai Chi and Qi Guru instructor as well as a Reiki teacher. So what I'm doing, I, I'm, the advice I was given to carry out my work down here as a Zeta, in human form, because it's so difficult, people are so scared, there's difficulty with communication, etc., when they're brought up on the ship. So there's a number of us doing this down here. And this is the reason why I was told to study these things, so that I, in turn, can teach people about energy, which is the whole key to awakening consciousness.
1: Now, I know many of the the messages that I've read in the book from the Zetas, and, and it appears the overall theme that the Zetas have is one of oneness and empowerment. And so when we hear messages that are more like predictions or messages that are more of the gloom and doom nature, um, these are not from the Zetas. That would be
2: a different type of entity. And is it for the purpose of manipulating the human race? In some cases, yes. Um, some, some of the messages that come through, I mean, of course there are channeled messages that come through from higher beings, but all these messages are always very positive and empowering. But there are, there's a group down here who actually use um, a type of mind control, remote mind control, and they can feed negative gloom and doom type messages out in, into the atmosphere and anyone who's psychic can pick up on them. And people get these messages through and they think that it's coming from a higher being because you know they hear this voice in their head. And in actual fact, it's not. It's coming from right down here. And uh, this is where a lot of these fear negative type messages are coming from. Again, it's to try to keep control down here, control the minds of humans, keep them down in the fear disempowerment, rather than helping them up to move past the fear and back into love. I mean, love, love is God. I mean, connect, that's our connection to God, is experiencing love rather than fear. Um, we could say that, that love is the God within, whereas Satan is the fear within, um, to use Um, Christian-type terms that people might be able to relate to more easily.
1: And so when we look at things like the negative media or some of the the hate-type actions and violent actions that are out in the world right now um, and how they're portrayed by the news or by the media or by politics or different things, is that a manipulation of the mind more towards that of fear for the purposes of mind control, and and when we look at it from that direction, is that the reason that Zetas come more through individuals and individual teachings like that so that it's a grassroots type of action to change things from the bottom up rather than the top down.
2: Yes, that's exactly right. By coming through individuals, um, we can get our message across, whereas if we try and depend on, say, the government, for example, I mean, they, they want to stay in control down here. They don't want people to get their empowerment back. Um, so, yes, it's a very, very effective way of controlling people, dumbing people down, um, etc. And when we
1: look at... At the world at this time, it seems like detachment is a really huge theme. Um, detachment, unattachment, whatever word you want to use to to best describe us, uh, separating from separating from our reaction to things and moving more into action. Yeah. When we look at the message from the Zetas, is where where is their philosophy on detachment uh, as oh. part of the means towards the empowerment and the oneness?
2: Yes, yes, very, very strong. Um, You could look upon the Zetas and and the Greys as being rather like um, Eastern adepts who go through a lot of training to be able to um, operate through compassionate non-attachment. That's the whole key to the way they operate. Uh, Up on the ship, uh, we go through a lot of training up there. People like the Greys themselves go through training, those who are working with humans, to actually detach from emotion when we're working with people because it's a little bit like for example an ambulance worker or or a doctor down here if they give into emotion then they're not going to be able to give their full energy and, and help to the person that they're working with. Now up on the ship it's exactly the same thing we're often working with with people who are very sick so we have to stand back and control our emotions. Now People look on the sages and think, oh, they're, they're robots or something. And what they don't understand is in those bodies, we don't have the musculature in our faces to be able to physically express emotion. What, what people don't often understand is emotion is an energy. Um, and we operate at a deeper energy frequency than people generally do down here. We don't operate on a physical third-dimensional frequency. We operate on higher frequencies. So, yes, we do definitely practice non-attachment and we very very um strongly practice oneness down here people tend to be very individual everything's more for self or just for immediate family in in the gray society everything that we do is done for the good of all so we're very it's it's it, it's interesting because people often accuse us of not having free will and they're terrified that that's what the greys are going to impose down here. or well, they're going to stop us from having our free will. What they don't understand, sure, we don't operate through free will. We operate through God's will. And God's will is what oneness is all about. Everything we do is for the good of the whole. Now,
1: throughout the book, as, as you and Helene move through the different experiences that have happened to each of you, there's a lot of talk about Reiki. And for many individuals um, that are aware of Reiki, they are understanding of its power and the energy and the positive life force that it brings and the healing capacity that it brings. But for those individuals that are not familiar with Reiki, what can you say so that they don't go into fear about utilizing Reiki or having an experience with an ET because of Reiki, can you talk a little bit about that to kind of balance out the understanding of the correlation between the Reiki energy and the ETs?
2: Yes, sure. Um, Reiki energy works very similar to any of the other natural healing therapies. It's, it's very, very similar to acupuncture, acupressure, reflexology, all of those, in that it works on the energy system of the body rather than on the physical body. Now, All illness that occurs in the human body or in an animal's body too, we use Reiki on animals and also on plants, but um, whenever an illness occurs, it starts in the energy body and then the very last manifestation is the physical symptom. Now, um, with the Reiki, it addresses these energy imbalances in in the energy system, hopefully before they can get through to actually become a physical symptom. But if a physical symptoms happen, Reiki will help to alleviate it by bringing the body back into balance. Um, everything, all, all illness comes out of an imbalance in the energy system or a blockage in the energy system. And this is how Reiki works. It just brings the whole thing back into balance and harmony. Now, what I love about Reiki, I, I actually trained as a spiritualist um, healer in this meditation group that I was in for eight years I learned spiritual healing which was very very effective I, I had a wonderful teacher but she was developing illness uh, health problems and a number of the other people in the circle who were doing uh, spiritual healing also started to have health problems because it's very easy to allow that a client's imbalance energy to impact on your own energy field. Now with Reiki, because it has its roots in Buddhism and there's an attunement process that you actually go through, which has the effect of tuning your energy field, your energy system up to a higher frequency. It's like tuning a radio from AM up to F M. And this is a built in protection so that we can we can do Reiki all day and we never ever get back any symptoms or, or fallout from the person we're working on. So it's it's a very, very safe um, method of healing. You can give Reiki to yourself. You can give Reiki to others. You can use it on plants and animals. Everyone's open to Reiki. And it, the other thing I love about it is it can never be forced on anyone. The person has to accept Reiki. So we're not healers. All we are, we're just channels for the energy. And the person that we're working on is the healer. You can only heal yourself, and they'll draw the energy in, or they won't draw it in. It can't be forced on anyone.
1: The Zetas teach the concept of oneness, that we're all created in God's image, and that we all share the same universal consciousness, no matter which planet we happen to be calling home, in any given lifetime. They say that they are here to help us wake up to the fact that we are immortal souls, with every single one of us as an intrinsic part of God's source. The Zetas told Judy that they are the guardians of the Earth's energy, and they often take people through the dark night of the soul to awaken them spiritually. They have evolved past the need for the physical form. So when Zetas are in need of a body, or container as they call them, they wear one selected for the task. Most humans believe we are from Earth, but it is very likely that we come from many unearthly places. The authors currently wear containers of the female Austrian human variety by day, that is. By night, they are the Zetas. You can find out more at UFOgreatinfo.com. That's UFOgreatinfo.com. We'll be right back with the Zeta message and Judy Carroll after these messages.
0: The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network.
2: Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network.
0: Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. 1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com, 1111mag.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio.
1: I do invite you to check in on my website imsimron.com where you can find out more about life mentoring, soul evolution art, and also my books Conversations with the Universe. Your journey to enlightenment and your journey to love. Just check the website out; it's brand new, and there's lots of fascinating things there for you to dive into. My guest today is Judy Collins, and we are talk, Judy Carroll, and we are talking about the book The Zeta Message, connecting all beings in oneness. I'm going to read another section from the Zeta teachings to you. The lessons that the Zetas are trying to impart is one of non-attachment. Certain scenarios, both personal and on governmental levels, must be allowed to play out on Earth over the next six years. We cannot change this any more than you can. Evolution in the human kingdom is all about choice, choosing right over wrong, positive over negative, or vice versa. You as an individual person on Earth must be given the time and space to make these choices. No one can make them for you. This is what free will is all about but the choices must be made. You cannot top out, as the saying goes, the time is now. All of you are facing challenges on multi-levels, and the next six years will determine whether you sink or swim. Those of you who are on earth as light workers must respect the choices made by younger souls. It is to you as older souls to practice compassionate non-attachment. This is your learning experience for now. Two negatives never do make a positive. To take great care not to be drawn in to the lower emotions and dramas being played out. This may be difficult for you as you're forced to stand by and watch someone you love spiral downward into destruction. You may try to throw them a lifeline, but you cannot force them to grasp it. The choice is theirs and theirs alone. Put your energy into protecting yourself so that you do not get dragged down with them. This is from the book The Zeta Message by Judy, Coll- Judy Carroll, I keep wanting to call you Collins, <laughs> <Judy> <laughs> and the website is ufograyinfo.com. When you were talking about the human ladder, I, I remember looking at many of the crop circles and you go into uh, some information about crop circles and how um, they really are kind of a depiction of that human ladder or that spiral of evolution that we we seem to be
2: journeying through. Uh, can you talk a little bit about crop circles and why they appear? Yes, well, certainly, Simran. Uh, yes, there was a crop circle actually made back in 2001 uh, in the form of the human ladder um, at Milk Hill in, oh, I think it was about August 13th or 12th or something, uh, Milk Hill in, in Wiltshire, at in England. But, yes, the crop circles in general, uh, they have three reasons. Many, many things that the, the greys do have three reasons. They always reckon that we must look at the the bigger picture, don't just look at the shallow surface reason, always look for other reasons. And with the crop circles the first reason they're being made is for transformation in that they assist the energy shifts that are taking place as the planet and humanity steps up from fourth to fifth world consciousness. So in a way they're similar to Reiki symbols in that they communicate with our superconscious mind an impact upon our energy system and also the energy system of the planet, of course, because the planet's a living being. And this is the reason why some people are so affected when they enter a genuine crop circle. The energy of the circle impacts upon their energy system and can cause feelings of euphoria or heightened sensitivity and also, in some cases, symptoms of detoxing, such as headaches and nausea. So that's their first reason. Their second reason is for communication Um, Scientists who work on the SETI project claim that no replies have ever been picked up on the signals they send out into space. Now the crop glyphs are the answers, often in the language of universal symbolism. Many of them are in the form of what are known as universal or true symbols. And the third reason for them is educational. Many of the crop glyphs contain information about planets, galaxies and the universe, also on energy and human evolution. And the the design of them is programmed into what the Greys describe as an energy stamp. And it's rather similar to a movie or music being recorded onto a DVD or CD and appears as a ball of light energy in the field. I believe some of these have actually been videoed. The
1: section that I read from the book that was part of the Zeta teachings, you actually wrote that um, a while ago, and you were speaking around the 2012 shift, but the words seem as current now as they probably did then. You also have in the book about um, how we were moving from 2013 into a time of peace. And for many people, if they looked at the world right now, they would say we are anything but at a time of peace. But is that yeah. part of the unfolding, the organic unfolding that has to take place to get us there? Is that why there are so many challenges and so many possible um, emotions and dramas that could be placed out outside of us and we
2: are needing to make the right choices yes yes because what's happening um the, the polarity is increasing um as as the evolutionary process takes place it's just the same as it's always both Like birth is never an easy project. Okay, the planet's being born into a higher frequency, and it's like it's in labour at the moment, to put put it into human terms. So, yes, there is a lot going on at the moment, Um, and it is all part of the process. And it's very, very much um, people being presented with, okay, what are you going to tune into? Are you going to tune into the fear, or are you going to tune into the love? Are you going to be disempowered or are you going to gain more self-empowerment through it? These are the the things. It's like a a test for for all of humanity. We are certainly going through at the moment, big time.
1: So we're at a time of... We're definitely a uh, mental society at this point, and yet we are solar plexus beings. So that solar plexus area is so much about emotion, and it is about us learning to master That emotional process as the mind kind of takes control is this why it is so important to have not only the spiritual practice or the meditation or the different areas of energy healing and and modalities that we can participate in but specifically discipline can you talk about discipline
2: absolutely absolutely I mean, this is why religion was first brought to planet Earth, to teach people about discipline, um, controlling the the emotions, controlling self. And it's so important at this time to have that discipline, to not give in to negativity. Um, You know, I mean, some people actually surf the net, specifically looking for negative stuff to link into and to talk about, and, and their whole lives are surrounded by it. I mean, there's enough stuff going on. We don't need to bring it out more. Um, you know, the, the, the key is to try to keep positive, and that is it's a very, very difficult thing, and it does take a huge amount of self-discipline to do this. It's very, very easy to fall into the negati- negativity that's going on and just get carried away with it. Like a, it's like a flood sweeping everyone away. And we really have to practice very, very strong self-discipline not to allow this to happen. Because the problem is, is we create our own reality as quantum physics is now proving. So if we put our whole minds into negativity and fear, that's exactly the energy that we are going to create. And so therefore, it will feed upon itself. So therefore, we must practice self-discipline. And, f- and focus on positivity no matter how difficult it is for us. It's the only way we'll ever change our world and the way we live. I mean, what sort of future do we want for our children? We don't want a negative future. We want a positive future. That's the bottom line.
1: You also talk about, in some of the stories, Helene also speak about a slip in time or or where, where all of a sudden it feels like a massive amount of time was there but then you come back and there's hardly a second that's been gone. Talk about the concept of time for Zetas in in relation to the concept of time for
2: us on planet Earth. Well they gave me a wonderful teaching on this once. They said visualize you have two scenarios. You have a winding river, a very meandering river running through the countryside and there's someone on that river on, on a canoe or a little boat. They're rowing along the river and they're going around the bends and they can't see around the next bend and if they look behind they can't see where they've been. I mean they have a memory where they've been they've been but they can't see it. They can only see where they are. The other scenario is the person up above them in a helicopter looking down on the river and they could see the whole river laid out below them. They can see where the person in the boat is going to be go- going to be in five minutes. They could see where they've been they see the whole thing. And this is the way the higher ETs Uh, look upon the concept of time on Earth. We're down here, we're stuck in time. It's a third dimensional thing, time. It doesn't really extend past third dimensional reality. It's a thing that we've invented to organize our third dimensional reality. It doesn't exist the same on other worlds and in other cultures as it exists down here. Um, But we are limited by it. And to a certain extent, the ETs who are working down here have to abide by the rules of the planet so therefore we're limited by time ourselves particularly those of us who are down here in human form so um you know there are certain rules it's like when in rome do as the romans do when in earth do as the earth people do (laughs) so we're limited by ourselves but in our own culture we're not we have a very brief
1: minute left so i would love for you to tell us um what's coming up for you judy uh once we are Uh, individuals have dived into the Zeta message and also um,
2: your other book,
1: uh, Human by Day, Zeta by Night. Tell us what more they can expect from you.
2: Uh, Well, I've actually got a third book coming up. Um, It's going to be entitled, The Extraterrestrial Presence on Earth, Lessons in History. Um, And it's going into the history of planet Earth, ET contacts down here, as it has been over many, many years, many, many millennia and um, sort of where we're going at the moment. Um, Many millennia ago, planet Earth was actually hijacked by a rebel, reptoid human group, um, and I'll refer to them as the Reptarian controllers in my new book. Um, And from the very beginning, they've used a divide and uh, conquer agenda to keep humanity disempowered and under control. Now, this group is still present on Earth, working behind legitimate world governments, and hidden under many layers of secrecy, keeping humanity under control through an agenda of fear and disinformation. Um, this includes what I mentioned before, the very cleverly faked alien abductions, also known as my labs, which involve remote mind control, holographic imagery, drugs, and even bio-robotic life forms that have been specifically made to resemble the genuine rays, who are only here to help. Um, And what I'm trying to get across in this book is that people's defence and protection lies in taking your power back by understanding clearly that you all have the God essence within. You're all immortal souls, you create your own reality through the way you think, and love is your power. So love and positivity will always overcome fear and negativity. So your defence lies in choosing love over fear. Uh, This is the message in the new book, and it's the message that I try and get across in all my books.
1: Well, definitely everyone check out uh, Judy's website, which is ufograyinfo.com. As we gradually break through the boundaries, limitations, barriers of fear, we begin to perceive our purpose for existence and to understand more clearly why we are here. To do this, we must open up, broaden, and deepen our consciousness. This is the only path to enlightenment. Enlightenment is not a measure of how intellectual we are or even how psychic and clairvoyant we may be. It is all about getting to know, love, and trust To self. This is a Zeta teaching from the Zeta message by Judy Carroll and Helene Kay. Again, you can go to ufograyinfo.com. Until next week, I will see you with my new guest, Tim Link, and we will talk about animal communication. Until then, in love, of love, with love, and as love, I am Simran. Be well.